Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Before all of that, though, we want to talk about the cost of energy. And actually, it's not even the cost of energy. It's the cost of the standing charges because the Irish Independent, along with Bonkers.ie, have completed um, this research and they've found that some energy companies have actually, they've been widely criticised and naturally for increasing their standing charges by as much as three Hundred euro. In some cases, you are going to be paying as much as seven hundred euro euro a year, and this is before you even switch on the light. So, if you want to get in touch with us, how have you been affected? Have you got your bill and noticed these increased standing charges? Please do let me know today. Um, Darren is on the line though in Dublin. Darren, I mean, what have you noticed in your bill, or how have you been affected? Yeah, so I um. I pay by level pay. So I pay, you know, when I started off, I paid it monthly as opposed to bi-monthly for my gas and electricity. And, I, like, I started doing it a couple of years ago, and in the beginning you'd get a text to say your, your level pay is going up because you just started. And that was fine. You wouldn't get one for ages. But this year I've had three or four texts just saying it's gone up and it's gone up, and it's gone up quite considerably. Like, my gas and electricity bill at the beginning of the year would average about 150 a month for the two and I'm now over 300 quid a month for the two. Um, so it's just been, and obviously coming into the winter I'm expecting another text very soon from my provider to say your level pay is going up again, you know, so it's very frustrating. Mm. And that's, sorry, just to clarify Darren, is that the actual unit price or is this just with the, are you combining that with the standing charges and all that goes with it? It's everything. They, it's everything. It's kind it's of the they just they put the whole lot together into one lump and you know, it was, it was, I'm not, I wouldn't have been the world's greatest person with, with my money. So I just said, I, you know, I find level pay much easier paying it monthly, but it's just gone to the stage now where it's just, it's crazy. Like it's just, I'm looking at things going, trying to talk to the kids about, you know, using blankets, staying away from the heater, using the big stick and getting them away from the, yeah. <laughs> from the immersion. Don't turn it on. But it's, uh, yeah, no, it the cost has really, really gone mad over the last these six months to a year. And we're only at the the middle of September. Yeah, like it's and it's getting like you're, you're starting to look at. I work in um, an electrical retailer, and you, you, I'm noticing with customers as well. It's gone like more and more. I mean, if you our biggest selling appliances at the moment would be air fryers and super air heaters, and it's just people who are terrified, particularly old people who are terrified of turning on the you know turning on the, their power. They're buying the old gas cylinder. And sticking a little gas heater that we would have had 30 or 40 years ago yeah. in our houses, you know, because, you know, they're just terrified of what's going to happen. And I think that's what it is. There's so much fear out there of people, you know, getting Whopper, ESB and, or sorry, electricity and gas bills, you know, after Christmas, before Christmas, that's, they just can't afford. And people are trying to find ways to cut the cost to get it down because mm. it's just going to be, you know, just a bill that you're going to be terrified to see. And you've actually noticed this, Darren, in the shop. The, oh, absolutely. Uh, the, 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 absolutely. Is this the little blowout heater thing? That it's yeah, no, 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 the one that you put the, the yellow cylinder gas in that you, so, you might yes. use for your barbecue. Yeah, yeah, you put that in and just, you know, you light your little gas fire and it's on wheels and you can push it around the house if you want to. They're, like, they're one of our biggest selling uh, things at the moment right. because people are just looking and going, well, I can buy a cylinder gas for whatever it is, 30, 40 quid. 30, 40 quid, yeah. And that might last me, you know, for a winter. You know, but instead of having to turn on my, my gas to heat the radiators or whatever, it's it's uh, you can see there's a huge fear in in people who are just like looking at these things, going, 
how long would this gas cylinder? How long? You know, because they just they're terrified. As I said to you know, to turn out now because all they're hearing, as you know, is everything's going up in price. All the just your you know, board gosh, all the guys are coming out and saying we're putting it up by thirty percent. We're putting it up, and it's just they don't want it. They don't want that whopper bill to come in. Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. Like I mentioned this, you know, at the start of the program that we were going to be talking about it, and the stories and the text, Aaron, are, are already coming in from listeners. I might actually come to them in a moment, but Charlotte is joining us too. Um, Charlotte, what have you noticed in your in your bills? So my bills would have been averaging between maybe a hundred and sixty, hundred and eighty per two months. The last bill I got was five hundred and sixty-seven euro. Huge jump. Like, that is, you know, I don't know how that jump is justified. Um, nothing different being done in the house, if anything, you know, we're more conscious. I know. Um, of the amount of electricity we're using. So it just makes, you know, it makes absolutely no sense, the, the, the increases in the electricity. You know, even the explanations of them aren't making, you know, the best of sense when you see, you know, Governments, you know, making a massive amount of profit, you know, millions of profit on electricity each year, but yet, you know, nothing's been capped and nothing's been given back to the working families to help with these costs, you know. The, the kind of examples that Darren outlined there a few moments ago, like, is are you are they the sort of things that are on your mind, Charlotte, in, in the house at the moment? Just. I would be very conscious, like I would change my electricity supplier every 12 months because yeah. I'm very much aware, you know, if you're if you're with the same supplier for more than 12 months, chances are you're on a higher tariff because the majority of electricity companies, you know, you have an introductory tariff. So I would be to the point where I actually every year when I'm pricing around, you know, I would use um, bonkers and all those as well. But I would check, you know, the um, price per kilowatt. So it was like averaging at like 13 cent per kilowatt last year. When I was um, shopping around, you know, now there's some up at 34, 46. Like there's massive jumps mm. even in the charge per kilowatt that you're using. So it's, the standing charges are going up. Everything's gone up. Yeah. And, and look, we know, you know worldwide, you know, that the, the cost, um, the cost ha- has absolutely gone up uh, per kilowatt. But the bit that I can't understand is is the standing charge because my certainly my understanding was that that was supposed to be um, to reflect reflect the fixed cost associated with providing the gas and 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 the electricity and not the the per unit cost of it. So how this has gone yeah. up so significantly and so substantially as, uh, you know, bonkers and, and the Irish Independent report today is I just find it so yeah. baffling. It's, it, it's absolutely baffling. And the question everyone should be asking now is what's going to be done about it? You know, at the end of the day, the general population are making sacrifices. You know, we're all turning lights off. Um, you know, people are changing their heating method. You know, like the last listener had said, like buying the gas. I know. Um, cylinders and things like that. But what's the government actually going to do in this? You know, it's just, it's like the, you know, we're just getting one blow after another. And the only people that are making from it, profit from it, is the big companies and the government. But it's not, we're, we're not getting anything back into our pockets. Well, hopefully you know, now when we get the budget, um, you know, in, in the next no, in the next week or that, we'll at least find out what the situation is is going to be um, with the the energy, you know, credits. That well, hopefully, I'm sure everybody is is going to be keeping an eye out for that this year. Are you worried, Darren, about the the months ahead in the winter? Yeah, I would be. 
I would be like you, you're, you're you're certainly changing your the way you're thinking about things. Like having a discussion with my wife about you know you know limiting how long we put the the gas on. Like we we would have kind of had it on in the morning for a couple of hours, then in the evening for a couple of hours to heat up the house. You know before work and before the kids go to school or whatever. But that won't be happening. Like the afternoon one probably won't be happening. It will be more blankets and more kind of you know more of that in sitting watching TV or whatever in the mm-hmm. house than turning the heating on you know it'd be um and then as i said when it comes to christmas i know there's a big thing about this recently as well but i'll be kind of talking to the kids how we'll probably have to tone down the christmas lights this year you know that we'll maybe have them on but they'll be on for shorter periods or you know trying to find more energy efficient lights or whatever yeah. because it's just because obviously the kids i want them to have as good a christmas as possible and i'll always do the best for them for that but it's you know it just i have to look at the cost like i i just I'm like everyone else. You're just terrified of you know getting that huge bills coming in that you're like, okay, how do I pay for this? You know, there's so many things I, I have to pay for. Everything you seem to go to at the moment is going up in price. Like every time you go to buy shopping at the weekend, whatever, it's all going up. So you know, you just, you have to try and find ways to make that to make the penny spare as much as possible. Are you the same, Charlotte? Yeah, look, we have to change nearly the way you're doing everything. You know, with the kids now, they have TVs in their room and you have Alexas in every room and everything and you are a lot more conscious. You know, there's two children in their bedrooms watching a different movie. You're kind of, you know, at the stage now where it's like, right, there's no need to have two TVs or, you know, going at the one time. And you're you're so much more conscious of even having, you know, I'd be working from home and Alexa on in the background so I can listen to the radio, whereas I've, noticed even myself something as simple now is I would turn Alexa off and have the radio going on my phone because that's not using electricity because it's already charged. So trying to do little things um, to have all the unnecessary things that you would have had plugged in and not even thought about before. You know, and it's not nice telling your kids, you know, sorry, don't go up to your room to watch TV. Don't have that time by yourself. Two years are watching TV. You know, it's we shouldn't have to do things like that. Five three one zero six is the number if you want to join us here in the program today. Mary is on the line as well. Um, Mary, how are you affected by the the rising energy costs? Hi, Andrea. Yeah, I suppose I'm in a bit of a unique situation, different from Darren and Charlotte. And um, so I'm renting a home built with defective concrete blocks, which, as you know, is a massive issue. You know, Donegal, Mayo. Are you in Donegal, Mary? I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm in Donegal. And so for me, you know, just listening to Charlotte Stern, how they're trying to reduce their energy use, I'm, you know, trying to do the same again, but I'm fighting uh, a lost battle because all the heat, I can't heat the home. Like it just escapes through cracking walls and your warped windows and doors. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I think it was, I posted just from frustration, I posted a video on. Twitter, just showing, you know, during a windy day, my blinds are, um, so much wind coming in and the windows are closed and um, that the blinds are knocking off the glass in the window. It's that bad, you know, you just can't heat the home. So, you know, the rising bills now are just really stressing me out because not only, you know, my cold, I can't really heat the home, but um, I now know that I'm effectively throwing more money out, out the window. Right, the cracks. Um, yeah, so to speak, yeah. Um, and, you know, I suppose what Charlotte was saying, um, I agree as well. You know, we have to ask, like, what is the government doing or what are they going to do about this? 
Um, and I know you're saying, you know, the budget is coming, but, you know, I'm really concerned that, you know, just listening to what the government has been saying about, you know, credits and that, that it's not going far enough. I don't, I think they're out of touch with the reality that many are facing. And um, I, for one, you know, I'm planning to go to the national protest there in, in Dublin this Saturday. I know there's six buses going from Donegal and many more making their own way down. Because I just think if we don't send a strong, you know, message and, you know, a massive turnout at this protest, mm. I am really concerned that this budget is not going to go far enough. And Andrea, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to play the poor mouth here. Like I'm renting, I don't own this home. So I'm not having to pay for emergency repairs, you know, that a lot of homeowners have to yeah. do with an extra cost to them. But sure, you can't uh, eat it. No, I can't hate it's it. It's absolutely nearly sure. pointless, you know. Yeah. If if it's if it's as bad as some of the houses that I've uh, that I've you know that I've seen photographs of, and even sure I've visited a house last mm-hmm. year in Mayo as well, um, just to see the the extent of you know the the, the mica situation and the mica damage, um, and like sure you imagine there'd have to be some caveat for people in the same, you know, in your situation, Mary, and in, and also in many other parts of the the country too. Um, let me bring in Marie too, Mary. Marie is with us as well on the line. Uh, what's your situation, Marie? Um, but I wasn't can you hear me you. okay, Marie? You can? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can indeed, yeah. Go on ahead. Yeah, I was in the city centre um, about three days ago and this woman was filling up a basket with pillar candles um, in one of the shops on Patrick Street and then there's like a discount shop called Mr Price. They've got pillar candles on display and on the there was a news piece, I think it was in the Irish Times, about Trinity they're giving their students um, that are staying in the dorms battery-powered lamps because candles are a fire hazard. You know, I just thought, like, we're going back to a completely different age, you know, where people are stocking up some candles. And when I saw that person filling up her basket, I, I then turned around and I got six pillar candles myself. You know, I don't know. Like, it, it just it seems like the country's gone mad. But um, And there was one other thing as well. I rang my... Um, my energy provider, um, mm. Airtricity. So at present, I'm billed every two months. So I just wanted more certainty. So I asked if I could change my billing to every month. And they said that wasn't possible. They said the only way I could get a bill every month was um, if it was like a budget plan. And what happens is that um, it's like a fixed price every month, not yes. based on your meeting readings. So if you use more energy than expected, you you pay the fixed price regardless. But if you if you use less energy, you still have to pay the higher price. So that almost seems like gambling. I mean, I want to pay for what I'm using. And I said, well, you know, is there no way around this? Because, you know, the prices are going up so much that like it would be easier for me every month. And they said no. And then I asked them as well because they heard a lot on the... You know, there's been a lot of news pieces about people who are struggling to pay bills to switch to prepaid meters. And they said, this is with our Tristy. They said that, like, as a customer with them, when you renew your contract every year, you can avail, I don't know, it's like 20% of gas, 40% of electricity. It's something like that. Yeah. But if you you're on the, the prepaid the meter, yeah, you actually are paid, the you pay the highest amount for your energy. So there's no, like, reductions or anything. So you're actually in a worse position. So that's not even budgeting. But yeah. I just thought, like, the fact that you couldn't even, like, ring your energy provider and, you know, arrange to pay your bills every month, 
which would be like less of a shock than than paying it every two months mm. with the rising charges. But no, so yeah, that's the but situation. There is, um, there, there is one other thing as well. There hasn't been much about this. You can uh, you can register as a vulnerable customer, like if you have some kind of medical need of your own dialysis or whatever. Now, I was asking um, Ertristi about that. You know, I was just curious and they didn't have a huge amount of details as of yet, but there is some kind of like hardship fund, you know, for people who do have a medical need okay. and they're worried, you know, but they weren't very kind of open about what that was. So just for other people. Yeah, well, it might be worth absolutely just to let, um, just to, to let, as you say, you know, those customers maybe or other people be aware of that as well. Marie, thank you for getting in touch with us on the programme today. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us here today on the programme. I will come to some of the text on this in just a moment. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. A little earlier in the programme, we were talking about um, the criticism of energy companies for increasing their standing charges by as much as nearly €300. And this is all before you even turn on the light at home in your house. And there's been a lot of reaction to this today. This texter says on the electricity costs and smart metering, if you currently have a pay-as-you-go prepay meter for electricity with any of the service providers, you cannot avail of any of their energy saving plans with the new smart meters installed by the ESB. It seems counterintuitive as most people using prepay are doing so because they need to budget and benefit from all the positives uh, from the rollout of the ESB smart meters. Another listener, we've an energy crisis looming and many of the half-empty office buildings will still need to be heated while a lot of the people and staff are working remotely. Doesn't make sense to me, says this texter. Um, Eddie Punch is a suckler farmer in Clare and he's on the line. Eddie, I mean, like, what have you noticed in terms of the cost of energy um, through your business? Yeah, it's look, I mean, th- there's two issues here. Obviously, there's the cost of energy in terms of diesel, um, which has, you know, um, been a major problem in terms of cutting silage, in terms of farming, uh, you know, all sorts of farming activities. And that's been a huge, huge cost increase uh, in the last two years. It's practically double what it was a couple of years ago. But then electricity is equally important to farmers. Um, and so... I suppose there are different types of farmers. So a lot of suckler farmers, a lot of beef farmers, a lot of sheep farmers are part-time because uh, the income is not good enough for full-time farming. And a lot of those farmers uh, need to do their farming when they come home from work at five o'clock in the evening. And that means lighting up the sheds and being able to see what you're doing. And for a lot of those farmers, you know, it's 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 essential because you have to see what you're doing in terms of feeding animals. You may have to help cows that are calving, uh, which is a lot of suckler cows calve in deepest, darkest winter. Uh, you have to be able to see calves uh, that need, you know, that might be sick. Um, and in some cases, we might put, for example, a, a calf with a chill under an infrared lamp, which is a good technology mm. to help bring in the, them around. So electricity is absolutely critical for farming. You can't do without it. And I mean, when you think, you know, the incredible, um, I suppose, benefit that the rural electrification scheme had for essentially our, our grandparents' time, it is it is incredible that, uh, you know, that in 1946, we started a process of rural electrification. And here we are in 2022. And the cost of it is going through the roof. Yeah. There are some concerns that it might not even be available permanently yeah. this winter. Well, the cost of a cart, will milk go up? 
Um, well, look, at the cost of everything is has to feed through to food prices. So electricity, uh, diesel, feed fertilizer costs, mm. all of so these things have, have, have increased by double or treble in some cases. Okay. And that has to feed through because people have to be viable, they have to break even, and, and then they have to get paid for their work. So, you know, it is inevitable this will impact on the ability of people to produce food uh, for consumers who are already paid okay. by this. Text in here from a listener, though, on the standing charges, because we were talking about this um, a few moments ago, just the fact that when people look at the standing charge, and you look at the breakdown, Eddie, in the bill, um, and the hikes that a lot of a lot of customers have noticed but this texter says I think it's totally justified like they're they're fixed there are fixed costs to maintain the network in terms of the wages the material the insurance uh, just um, for instance as an example they've probably all increased and when a storm happens this is the income that pays for the repairs so that's the view of one of our texters today yeah well look at I mean obviously the cost of everything is going through the roof I, I think there is another point which needs to be made here which is I think politicians and decision makers have uh, you know, been very, I, I think, lax in making sure that we have enough sources of energy for our electricity. And, you know, I know it, it is the case that farmers would love to put solar panels on the sheds of their roofs and supply electricity back mm. into the grid. But the government has no interest in this. They've literally fobbed off claims from farm organisations such as ICSA okay. to, 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 to help farmers to supply more energy to the grid. And right. I think there's a big issue. Well, we did text around- in, funny from a listener actually, about that very point, but just from the, the uh, residential perspective for their, for their house as well, just a, a few moments ago. We'll know more, I suppose, tomorrow week, Eddie, when we get uh, the details of the budget. And I'm sure we'll be chatting to you then again to see what your perspective and your view is on that. But look, thank you, Eddie, for joining us here in the programme today. Uh, Eddie Punch there, Suckler Farmer Bay in County Clare. John has texted in, I'm trying to bring down my electric bill. I disconnected the electric cooker. I disconnected the electric shower, got rid of the kettle, got rid of the microwave. We had a solid fuel range and we have it parked up. We dusted it down um, and we've it up and running again. It's amazing how we're able to manage the whole heating of the house so much easier by cutting down the electric use. That's the view from John. 53106. We are going to be talking though about just solely eating Irish produce next. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.